Okay. Good morning, everyone. Our last connect and share for 2022. Um, we are in episode 124. So we're going to give you a whole heap of information to end off the year today. Uh, please keep monitoring your emails until the next connect and share, which is which will be the 27th of January 2023. Um, so let's jump into today and a lot of information. If you're watching this uh, live or on YouTube or on Spotify, you're listening to what's been going on around uh, the outdoor industry and some things you need to know. So let's jump into today. And the first thing I'd love to do is to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands in which we all meet today and pay my respects to elders past and present. Uh, we had a wonderful session at the Masterclass a couple of weeks ago where we understood a little bit more about um, Aboriginal culture and how it's so important that we embed it into our understanding of the lands and uh, educate our participants every day in understanding that little bit more about a culture that is so rich and so uh, needed to, to understand uh, for not only just Australia but for the world. Okay, uh, let's get all the legal stuff out of the way first and foremost. And there's quite a bit of content here that I'd love to share. First, a reminder about the paid family and domestic violence leave, which is now legislated. So this will come into practice next year. Uh, for those that um, are non-small business employers, so anything over 15 employees, it will come into effect on the 1st of February. For those that are small business, less than 15, uh, it will be coming into place on the 1st of August 2023. So make sure you're reviewing your budgets accordingly and, um, and getting your understanding of the requirements as a business to comply with the new Fair Work Act. The new IR Act got through and you probably saw this in the news uh, last week. So I just thought I'd give you a bit of an overview on what this means and what it's actually trying to do. So first of all, it's about um, trying to ensure job security and gender equality. And, and they're the principal objects of this new Act. It's trying to achieve fairer wages and equal remuneration. So the prohibition of pay secrecy is being a highlight of the negotiations from um, all the, the po uh, political parties and certainly enabling other employees to ask about their remuneration and how it's balanced against other employees. So an interesting move with this new act. The broader protection against sexual harassment has been included uh, in this as well looking at flexible working provisions, uh, making ensuring that employers actually make genuine efforts to look at options for employees. Um, fixed term contracts is something that is also highlighted in here and it's stopping employers engaging employees on fixed term contracts for more than two years if they've been extended by once or twice. So it's actually stopping uh, what they call um, extended contract periods and trying to apply the uh, requirements of an employee in that regard. Um, 
There is quite a bit in the bargaining area and certainly the um, the automatic sunset clause for zombie agreements after the 12-month grace period um, is part of that. And at the end of the day, what this is trying to do is clarify the better off overall test or what they're terming in acronyms. We've got an acronym for everything these days, don't we? The acronym called BOOT. Um, and that's trying to put safeguards in place um, that do not leave any workers worse off um, in the conditions that they signed on to an employer. So there's still a lot of detail to come out of this Act, but that is the overview that um, certainly gives you a bit of an understanding of what it's trying to do. Uh, so we'll watch with interest as it transpires and I'll, I'll update you accordingly. Okay, let's jump to a different topic, and that's climate action. You might have noticed in the November newsletter that went out at the end of November that we have partnered with the Outdoors People for Climate, and this is to try to uh, start a bit of a pledge with the outdoor industry to look at action on climate. So we're getting a cohort of operators and individuals that are interested in, in signing up to support climate action, and by that we get a large voice that we can take when we are going into Canberra or into polit political arenas to talk about action on climate change. Uh, by signing up, you'll get access to the resources that we'll be building in partnership with Outdoors People for Climate. So that might be um, letters uh, that can be uh, put to local members or parliamentarians, etc., uh, as well as logos and things that you can, you can have on your own website. And uh, so we ask you that you can jump on to outdoorspeople.org slash outdoor dash industry dash pledge by going onto that website, sign up there and keep informed and we'll, as we say, give you some resources to use. Oh, breaking news. Yes, I was on a podcast last week. <laughs> Just thought I'd update in case you um, uh, know of uh, this podcast. It's good to continue the voice of getting the outdoors in different arenas. Um, so, yes, I was interviewed by uh, the professor, uh, Brad Dietrich, who um, is very proactive in supporting tourism in the Blue Mountains. And it was great to bring that whole conversation around the outdoors industry into that conversation. Okay, National Parks and Wildlife. We're going to start with uh, New South Wales and they've got a few EOIs out at the moment. The first one is closing next week, the 15th of December. So it's the Warami Conservation Lands um, to look at some cultural engagement tours and experiences in there, in that, uh, that area. So please, if you're interested in uh, providing those services, make sure your EOI gets in before the 15th of December. There's also two cafe leases in the National um, Parks and Wildlife Service in New South Wales. So if you're interested in any of those, certainly email us at Outdoors New South Wales and ACT and we can send you the info or you can go to the National Parks and Wildlife website. More National Parks news. There's a couple of plans on exhibition. The first one is the Glen Rock Mountain, um, Glen Rock Conservation Area and the Mountain Bike uh, Plan. So that is a great one for a lot of the operators that uh, might be in Glen Rock to have a look at to make sure that certain uh, areas of that plan adapt to what you need in that area. And also the Kapiti National Park. So that is also their plan and management is on exhibition. 
Um, I just wanted to congratulate National Parks and Wildlife too, and there's certainly the, the visitor experience team. We've been asking them for a little while just to see if they can instigate some regular meetings with EcoPass holders. And uh, the last three weeks, um, we have had some sessions with each region. National Parks and Wildlife facilitated the regional um, uh, operators, the EcoPass holders, and also the staff from National Parks to get together and have a conversation about situations on development, repairs, um, closures, and have a two-way conversation with the EcoPass holders. It's a start. It's a. It was a great um, opportunity for EcoPass holders to ask questions, and that they did. Um, and we'll be having these bi-yearly. So. Um, we look really uh, forward to the May sessions, which will be the next ones that come up. But uh, the minutes have been circulated to those that attended already. So um, it's a great, great exercise to go through and a great conversation, an ability to really build that partnership between landowners and our commercial operators when uh, we're both trying to achieve exactly the same thing, which is to look after the place, educate people on it and have great experiences in uh, our park. Now I'm going to jump to ACT where um, we have a new nature-based commercial tourism framework which is asking for feedback via their survey link. Now at the moment the framework is um, uh, quite raw in the fact that all it's asking is um, from an operator's perspective how they want to be engaged in this process. Uh, please, if you are an operator that works in ACT parks, I urge you to jump onto the survey link. It will be in the members newsletter, which will go out early next week. And um, I encourage you to just emphasise the things that you need as an operator. The one thing that Outdoors New South Wales and ACT will be advocating for, for the safety of visitors um, and um, the, the uh, security of our commercial operators, is that the AAAS and the Good Practice Guides is uh, recognised in this process. At this point in time, I can't see that they've actually recognised that at the moment. So if you jump onto the survey link, we'd love you to support that um, because we know that all of our operators who are engaged with us certainly follow those guidelines and we want to make sure that everyone uh, is kept safe in the outdoors and that um, we don't suffer the consequences of, of uh, problems in the outdoors. So uh, please have a look at that and uh, we will again update you as that transpires into more actionable items for our operators. The other one that ACT currently has on exhibition is the Namadji National Park Hut's proposal. So uh, as we know with the fires and uh, various incidents that have happened over the last few years, we have had either loss of huts or degradation of huts in the Namadji area. Uh, the, the new plan is on exhibition. I encourage everyone that uses uh, the parks to jump on and support the development um, of renewing these huts and making sure they continue to be a facility for walkers and uh, and expeditions uh, in that area. So please, uh, if you want the link, again, I'll put it into the newsletter next week, but it is there, which is yoursayconversations.act.gov.au forward slash Namaji National Park Huts Proposal. Oh, and that closes on the 13th of February. So you do have a little time to, to get onto that one but uh, urge you to do so as soon as you can. 
The next topic is around outdoor education. And uh, you might remember last week I spoke to uh, that I attended the ATCHPA conference, which was a great opportunity to really <laughs> connect with the teachers and discuss uh, not only just the stage five curriculum, which is now available for them, but just outdoor education in general. The uh, the pleasing part of that is we've had high engagement by the teachers uh, in this space. So we created a Facebook page, which is certainly getting huge momentum, and it is only open to teachers in New South Wales so that they can share content and resources and uh, and various things to support that stage five growth. So um, if you are a teacher in outdoor education in New South Wales, please jump in and request to, to join and uh, join in the conversation, which is certainly um, amazing so far. Uh, so I look forward to getting more of the outdoor education curriculum embedded into schools in 2023. Okay, there's a call for abstracts. The Singapore University of Social Sciences will be hosting the inaugural Association of Experiential Education. So this is going to be held uh, on the 13th to the 15th of June. The theme of the conference is around sustainability and inclusivity. So we basically want to let you know that if you have a paper or you have um, a, a speaking opportunity that you uh, want to see, this could be it. So put your abstract in by the 24th of January and uh, you could be attending the, um, the conference in June in Singapore next year. And there's the flyer there for you. You can see there that the uh, the process will be submit your abstract by 24th of January. You'll be notified by the 14th of February if you are accepted. Um, and then the conference is on the 13th and 15th of June. And uh, the actual cost of attending is very affordable with early bird rates being offered at $150 per person. The next event is the Careers and Employment Expo. And um, I'm pleased to say that we have secured a whole section of this expo that will be branded Outdoor Careers. So we are asking our members to join us in this expo um, to come along and be part of this. You will get a very heavily discounted rate by coming into the outdoor section as opposed to being on your own. The information will be in your members newsletter next week, but um, um, yeah, please put that in your diaries because we need to make sure that we are certainly advocating for more people to get into the outdoors as a career opportunity and um, look forward to really presenting us as a, as a combined voice and getting more interest in, uh, in the roles that we have. More things on next year. She's a diary for 2023 is filling up already. So we have the uh, the forest school training. Now this is going to be held in Sydney and also in Canberra at Biragai Outdoor School, and it'll be on the 25th to the 29th of September. This training really supports the Australian National Curriculum and the Early Years Learning Framework. Um, it's a massive opportunity for those that are wanting to get into the space or upskill themselves um, in, in this area. So please reach out. Again, the link will be in your newsletter, but uh, you can certainly search for a school training uh, initiative, which is the organisation that is holding that, that um, training. 
Right, so back to the masterclass that you might remember we held a couple of weeks ago. For those that attended, you probably would know that all the content is now loaded on your membership portal. But for members that didn't attend, you have access to this as well. So you can see when you jump into your members portal, you go to education and it'll be the top item on your education tab and it's called Outdoor Industry Masterclass. There you'll be able to download all the presentations and the audio recordings that we, uh, we did for the duration of the masterclass. And the Know It content, just a reminder that that is still available. And now we have uploaded all the video content. So you can watch back in real time um, exactly what happened in the, the ones that we captured on video. So that included all the keynotes um, that were on over the last uh, over the three days and also the dinner. So if you wanted to reflect on the awards and see the dinner again, uh, we have captured that in video and that has been loaded onto the NOIC portal for your viewing. Now, I thought I'd just give you a bit of a, a snapshot of the Connection Shares over the last year and what we've brought to you. Obviously, 2023, we'll be doing it all again and providing you much needed content by a number of speakers as well as ourselves on things that you need to know when you're in the outdoor industry. So the ones that uh, uh, that we had in the last couple of years are now all available on the playback or the playlist on YouTube. And you can see that on your left-hand side in this presentation, or you can see it on Spotify. So we only have the last few sessions on Spotify, but we'll continue to load those up uh, next year. So you can actually uh, listen back as you're walking or out in the field and uh, enjoy the content that we have to share. And I thought I'd highlight the two biggest connect and shares for the year. And that was the insurance section. Uh, we had a session totally dedicated to the challenges around insurance. And our second one, which was around legal requirements, the AAAS and the good practice guides and, uh, and having Bardia Peria to tell us exactly where we sat when it comes to our legal obligations in those areas. So those two have certainly been uh, visited quite a few times. They're our, our highest rating episodes. Um, but yeah, it's pleasing to see that there's a lot of engagement in all the episodes across the year. So that's pretty much all the formalities for today. So I thought I'd just uh, end the... Uh, the session by saying Merry Christmas to all. Thank you all very much for your support over the last year. We look forward to continue bringing you, you benefits and, and lots of it in 2023. Our board is getting together next week to strategize what that's going to look like for you. And uh, we'll continue to bring you the best of all the news that you need to know. And look at all the Santa hats and the Christmas spirit that's around in our attendees today. <laughs> Looking smashing there, Mr. Chitty. <laughs> awesome. So I might just end the recording there and let's just have a bit of a, a chat about things that are happening and look forward to uh, presenting again in 2023. Merry Christmas all. <laughs>